Live around the globe, it's time for your RM World Travel Connection with Robert and Mary Carey and Rudy Maxa on the SSI Radio Network. at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Visit us online at rmworldtravel.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at rmworldtravel. And now, welcome to America's number one travel radio show. Welcome aboard. This is Hour 2 of the nation's top travel radio program. Robert, Mary, and I, I'm Rudy Maxa. Glad to have you joining us today. Just after 11 a.m. on Saturday. Now some of our stations time shift our show to later on Saturday or even on Sunday. But uh, you can hear us right at the same time, the same station every weekend. We hope you do. I spent most of this weekend in Bangkok, Thailand. And while changing planes each way in South Korea, in its capital of Seoul, you know, Robert Mary, I was struck by how peaceful and gorgeous many Asian airports are. They're filled with indoor gardens. I mean, almost jungles, great art, lots of marble, spacious public areas. I think of how you have to maneuver through crowds at airports, including O'Hare and in your neck of the woods, Newark, JFK, and in Los Angeles, LAX, many more in the U.S. But there's a tranquility of the shopping areas and the gate areas at airports in Hong Kong and Seoul and Singapore and elsewhere. i got to think the folks who design airports here in the U.S. have visited other airports around the <laughs> world, but you wouldn't know it sometimes. you got a favorite airport abroad, you guys? So I think that's true. I uh, Internationally, I do like Sydney Airport. It's mm-hmm. modern. It's easy to navigate. It's spacious. I like that airport. But I do, um, I do like SeaTac in the U.S., that is my favorite U.S. airport. I think they do a good job um, bringing in sort of the best of Seattle, the food, the seafood, the books, the coffee. That I is happen true. to like SeaTac, but Sydney's my favorite. That's, I find that it now, really, we, like? we try not to talk about Newark Airport here uh, yeah, in the New York that's area. That's like a bad so, word. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> not, not that JFK or LaGuardia are no, much but I, better. I, I would hands down prefer to fly to JFK than Newark, though. Mm. I, it's just not even close as far as I'm concerned. But I think internationally, Rudy, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you were just over there. We've enjoyed it. I think Reykjavik's got a nice uh, place. I think Dublin's yeah. well designed. I yeah. also would say, just sticking on that European theme, that Barcelona has a very well run airport. So uh, Germany has a couple of nice airports too. Yes, I they do. I like, though. I would say this: when we have an international uh, airport that we go to, I'll just go back to Dublin for example. I know there are a bunch that do this, but when I can clear customs overseas, make yes. returning to the U.S. a breeze. Yeah. Love clearing Dublin. in that in the foreign yeah. country before Correct. flying yes. back to the U.S. Yeah. So you that, go right to pick up your luggage. Yeah, yeah, right. that's a big perk. Yeah. Out of so that I, I would take an airport that maybe is not as nice if I can clear customs there just for that alone. But uh, right. anyway, that's my, my take. So, folks, you know, on a different note, you just heard Rudy uh, talk about earlier that people do time shift the show, uh, some of our stations. Uh, so I, I'm just going to alert you as well that we also stream the show live on our website. You can find that at rmworldtravel.com. We also have our 24-7 tunein.com channel. And you can listen to us anytime, anywhere around the globe, frankly, whenever you want. And last hour, um, if you were tuned in, I mentioned that new travel polls are up on our website. So we do hope you'll go check them out at rmworldtravel.com and vote. And we're going to share the results with you next week. So on that note, Mary, let's do the rundown for hour two. All right. Coming up in our latest Personal Connection episode today, Laura Farenfold will be here to discuss how she turned to travel to help with the healing process of suddenly losing her husband. She and her two daughters took a journey, and we'll find out what that led them to do. We'll introduce you to a, uh, to a different way to get a college education and 
travel abroad. As the CEO of Minerva College, Ben Nelson joins us. Heather Wallace will detail a grueling six-day horse race across the Gobi Desert. And journalist Harriet Vasquez returns to the program to weigh in today on the evolution of the airport hotel. Uh, but Robert, we uh, why don't we hit some travel news as usual? What do you? Why don't you start us off? Okay. Uh, good what news out there, everybody. The U.S. National uh, Travel and Tourism Office has corrected its visitor data. You may recall that I'll abbreviate it. We'll just say in the NTTO, um, they they suspended reporting U.S. inbound visitor data earlier this year when they discovered errors in records uh, that they were receiving from Customs and Border Protection. Well, they launched an investigation uh, into the arrival numbers, and it revealed an undercount of about 4.5 million travelers between 2016 and 2018. The reason being given is that these people were misclassified as U.S. residents uh, due to a programming error at the kiosks being used by visitors at some U.S. airports. So what does this all mean? Well, America is more popular than ever with international visitors as the revised 2016 numbers increased visitor totals by about 1.4%. Also, the corrected numbers show that visitors spent a record $251 billion in 2017. That's about a 2% increase over 2016. Hmm. And here's the best part. The most recent arrival numbers for first quarter 2018 indicate even higher growth with visitor numbers showing almost just over an 8% increase. Good news. Yes. Hmm. Well, you know, uh, Robert and Mary, single travelers have long complained that they pay more than two people traveling together if you cut it in half. Now the travel deal website TravelZoo and Lonely Planet, among other companies, are mounting something called the hashtag Solo September, aimed at bringing down the surcharges on solo travelers. It's asking uh, travel companies to reduce those surcharges, at least during this month. TravelZoo is doing it, and Lonely Planet is offering 10% off its solo travel handbook. I mean, not huge things, but uh, you may be able to find some uh, package trips at much cheap, cheaper prices if you're traveling by yourself. Hmm, sounds good. All right. Do you think you work hard out there? Do you know someone in your life who works even harder than you do? Maybe 80 hours a week? Or I'm looking at her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks for acknowledging that <laughs> on air. Or perhaps 40 hours a week under extreme conditions. Well, United Airlines wants you or someone you know to take some time off on them and fly to Tahiti. They are running a contest where all you need to do is submit a 300-word essay about someone that you think deserves the title of the hardest working person in America and why they deserve a trip to Tahiti. Simply go to United's website and submit your essay by September 25th. United is partnering with Project Time Off to judge the entries. The grand prize includes round-trip airfare, a week's lodging, and a $2,000 prepaid card for meals for the winner and one guest. This has my wife written and all over do you over hear it. me getting enthusiastic <laughs> about this? Mary, Could somebody on. please Start submit? Start writing. Yeah. Exactly. She, Rudy, I'm just going to jump in with something. But I Mary, wonder Mary, if you can nominate yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mary, you can, write it. Right? I'll put it my name on it and nominate you. Okay. <laughs> I think you have Mary's writing right now, <laughs> folks. She's frantically I'm writing out the Sorry, everyone. All right. I'm so starting. I want to just say this before we hit the break. You know, congratulations to our show partner, Seaborn. I saw this week that September, it, they've, it's been great for them this month uh, as, as they have won 16 top travel awards. And I'm not going to go through them all, but here's what they include. Best Cruise Lines for Small Ships and the Reader's Travel Awards. Best Luxury Cruise Line by the British uh, Cruise Awards that were just done. Uh, on the 2018 Platinum list, they are the best boutique cruising experience. And then Travel Weekly had the Magellan Awards. I think you're involved with those, Rudy, aren't you? Yes, I'm one of the judges okay. for that. Yeah, I thought, well, okay, Rudy, maybe you threw some, uh, some <laughs> votes. I had to way. disqualify myself. For <laughs> <that. Okay. laughs> well, they, they won eight gold and five silver awards uh, for, for things like 
you know, lu- luxury ship rest- restaurant design, luxury ship uh, suite design, entertainment spa design, itinerary luxury ship, and more. So congratulations to the Shebo- the, to the to the Seaborn team. Uh, proud to have you a part of America's number one travel radio show. So anyway, that's great. Uh, yeah, I, I, I saw that this way. I saw all these awards, and I'm thinking to myself, wow, they are just, you know, piling it on, and um, they do a great job. They the certainly do. Yeah, so anyway, uh, and, I, you know, we're looking at the time here, Rudy. I'm sorry. We're going to just end our travel news, folks, um, for this segment of the show, and I'm going to say to you as we pause to go into a sponsor break, when we return, it's our personal connection episode, and we're going to share a story of a wife and her two daughters healing over a family death through travel. RM World Travel returns in three minutes. To join Robert, Mary, and Rudy, call 800-387-8025 or follow us on Facebook and Twitter at RM World Travel. We're coming right back. We use Travel Pro luggage and we think it's the best. Rudy likes the Max Light series, their lightest collection with carry-ons weighing about five pounds. Robert and I travel with Travel Pro's Platinum Magna 2 series that contains the patented MagnaTrack wheel system, power scope handle, and contour grip spinners with a perfect finish. Even their cruise series is outstanding. Travel Pro is the choice of flight crews and frequent travelers. Get yours at Macy's, Amazon, and top luggage specialty retailers. Visit TravelPro.com for savings at their online store or rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Has your mechanic ever found something wrong with your car and surprise you're hit with a huge repair bill? If you're not covered by the manufacturer's warranty, you could pay thousands to fix it. We recommend extended vehicle protection from CarShield. CarShield provides free 24-7 roadside assistance and a free rental car while yours is being fixed by your favorite mechanic or dealer. Get covered by CarShield. Call 800-CAR-6100 and mention code RM or visit carshield.com and use code RM to save 10%. A deductible may apply or you may visit rmworldtravel.com and look for a link under sponsors. Casper was created to deliver a great night's sleep at an incredible value. The team of engineers and designers at Casper work nonstop researching, prototyping, and testing all of their mattresses based on how different people sleep. They ship for free in a compact box so you can try it for 100 nights risk-free. Take advantage of Casper's limited-time Labor Day offer. Say goodbye to summer with 10% off any order with a mattress at Casper.com. That's Casper.com. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Or you can always find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. We've found the king of the superfruits that delivers over 100 antioxidants to keep your body healthy and it's delicious. The muscadine grape has two extra chromosomes versus wine grapes and more antioxidants than blueberries, cranberries, goji, acai, pomegranate, and more. All MightyMuscadine.com products are clinically tested and they offer a full line of products including daily supplements, energy shots, award-winning all-natural 100% muscadine grape juice, and more. Members of our audience receive free shipping when you order at MightyMuscadine.com or there's a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Got a question or comment? Need savvy travel advice? Connect with Robert, Mary, and Rudy anytime on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at RM World Travel. 
Now, back to RM World Travel. Thanks for staying with us through the break. It's nice to have you tuned in to Robert Mary's World Travel Get Together. And before we get personal with Laura Farenthold for our personal connection travel segment, a quick word about our sponsor, Carnival Cruise Line. Since their founding 46 years ago, they are known as the world's most popular cruise line. Carnival is all about fun vacations at sea and ashore, and they carry millions of passengers each year. They feature day and night entertainment with stage shows, musical performances, dance parties, casinos, water slides, and more. They've got it all going on there, folks. Exactly right. Carnival cruise ships listen they offer comfy staterooms attentive service casual and elegant dining and a variety of bars as mary just said what's not to love with three to 16 day voyages departing from every coast in the u.s plus canada puerto rico and europe check them out today at carnival.com or find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors our next guest is a well-traveled journalist and content editor for Women's World Magazine. I'm sure she could talk about a lot of travel topics with us, but it's her personal story of unexpectedly losing her husband and making the call to take her two daughters on a four-year road trip to scatter her husband's ashes across the U.S. and Canada that prompted us to invite her on the show today with us. Laura Farenthold has written a funny, poignant memoir of this trip called The Pink Steering Wheel Chronicles, and we welcome her now. Nice to connect with you, Laura. Welcome to RM World Travel and our personal connection episode today. Thank you. So, you know, Laura, I think it's fair to say that grief, you know, when we lose somebody that we love, uh, it's a process that can be different for everyone to heal from and how they deal with it. In your case, you decided to incorporate travel into your grieving process, and I'd like you to share with us how the idea came to you to take your husband's ashes on a road trip across North America. Well, basically, it's because I did not want to leave him home in his box of ashes while the girls and I went on a camping trip. <laughs> okay, that is a straightforward that, that, there's answer. The answer. So this truly was a uh, family road trip. Laura, I'd like to spend a moment discussing the title of your book. I really want to start there because I found this so interesting in your book, The Pink Steering Wheel Chronicles. Somewhere along the road trip, you go out and you buy a steering wheel cover at a Walmart, what was so moving about this pink wheel cover that it factored into the title of your book? As I joke, because the girls and I really didn't have any set itinerary when we took our road trip, our first one, mm-hmm. and we were decorating the RV that we bought on the side of the road, which was the vehicle, we call him Harvey the RV. That was the vehicle that we used to spread their father's ashes mm-hmm. for all of our trips. Um, So we were decorating Harvey the RV, and we bought him this pink steering wheel cover, and I joked that it became our spiritual GPS. (laughs) So that's why I called, that's why Penguin Random House and I titled the book The Pink Steering Wheel Chronicles. All right, so in the book, you have a great quote, I grieved in the arms of America. Explain to everyone listening around the country what that means to you. What that meant was that I would go into shop at Costco, pretty much. And because I was alone in this in Harvey the RV with my two young girls, I didn't have adult conversation. So I would buy cookies, and I'd turn to the ladies in line, and I'd say, oh, would you like a cookie? And then they'd ask, oh, what are you doing here? You know, where are you traveling to? And then I got to practice on them and say that I was widowed, and, you know, what I was doing, and I made so many friends. 
you know, women, we would all hug and cry. Mm-hmm. And they'd tell me their stories. And I literally grieved in the arms of America. Cookies and so poignant. Costco. Yeah. But it, it's Cookies just at Costco. Yeah. Or at gas stations. Or, you know, we'd meet people. We stayed on a goat farm mm-hmm. with this lovely older woman. And she taught us to milk goats. Like we had these incredible experiences. Great example of the power of storytelling. Laura, how many miles did you cover on this trip? We did 31,152 miles over the course of five trips. Wow, through the U.S. and Canada. I'm curious, how did you and your daughters sort of make decisions? Was it kind of spontaneous, um, or was it planned out on the various places that you would be scattering your husband's ashes? You know, it just kind of happened organically. As I said, I was afraid to leave him home in his box. Mm-hmm. Um you know, what am I going to do, hire a babysitter, right? (laughs) (laughs) So we brought him on the first camping trip, and we hadn't planned on spreading his ashes or doing anything. Mm -hmm. And to summarize, I had to go to an outhouse, and I was terrified. It's in a campground in Portland, Oregon, and it was late at night, so I brought Mark in a box. That's what I call them, Mark in a box with me, and tripped, and the ashes spilled, some of them. Mm. And I thought... Either he's screaming, get me out of this box, or, you know, he's, he can somehow protect us. So it just started as like a funny happenstance thing. But yeah. then I thought, you know, maybe he'd like to be at the top of this mountain in mm-hmm. Washington State. Or maybe, you know, we could take him down to Crater Lake in California and sprinkle him in the water. So it just took off organically from there. But we never had intended to do that or buy the RV or travel for 31,000 miles. Right. I feel like this trip that started off as a way to help all of you heal um, must have had some other fantastic moments in it, moments that really made memories for you and your daughters. I mean, you gave them a gift for the rest of their lives. Can you share maybe if there's a turning point moment that stands out for you or something special that happened that you still reminisce about with your daughters? Well, my daughters were only 9 and 11 when their father um, passed away in front of us. It Mm -hmm. was unexpected and horrible. Mm -hmm. And there was so little, and we were traumatized. I thought, all right, we cannot let this define us. We've got to get out there and go camping, and then we ended up spreading the ashes, and do things that we're afraid to do so we can learn to stand on our own two feet. I was afraid of heights. My little girls, where they were a little bit older then, they got me to climb a 1,200-foot mountain. My daughter, Nell, was terrified of open water. We went in a raft in the Bay of Fundy, which has, you know, 15-foot swells of water. Uh, My other daughter, Susanna, was a little afraid of horses, so we went on this big weekend camping trip on horses. So the defining moments were the moments that gave us strength. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I mean, you know, because, Laura, at the end of the day, life is about family. It's about our friends. It's about our experiences, you know, the compilation of all of that. So, you know, we're certainly very sorry for your loss. But at the same time, we applaud you because this was an extraordinary trip. And it was a gift, as Mary just said, not only to your girls, but also to yourself. And, you know, on this show, we often talk about travel and it can be any type of travel and really how transformative that it can be. So in addition to helping you heal, How else would you say that this trip really helped you and your girls? It helped us heal, and it helped us to learn to rely upon ourselves. You know, they're a little, and, you know, if if a tire blew, I had them change the tire. Hmm. 
right, um, if we had, you know, in trying to read a map, they would determine directions. So there were all of these life skills that were built into it that gave us empowerment, I guess, and also allowed us to grieve in our own way. And it was just, it was all so beautiful. And now there's no place that they can't go where their dad isn't. Yeah, I think that's it. You know, I have, I'll share this story with you real quick. I have an industry friend who uh, lives out in Seattle, and he lost uh, a close friend of his um, a few years ago. They were big Yankee fans. And here in the New York area, I'm a big Yankee fan. Anyway, they all flew to New York, and they, when they told me what they were doing, they went to Yankee Stadium. I think there were about 10 of them that did this. They all had so many ashes of this gentleman that passed on, and they walked around the stadium, and they spread yeah. the ashes during a Yankee game and they, because that's what they felt was the right thing to do. So now they feel whenever they watch a Yankee game or they go to a Yankee game that their friend is there with them. They have that connection. Right. Well, plus because of my husband's job, um, where he he worked very hard as a financial journalist to help taxpayers not lose money during the financial crisis, and he was from Kansas, you know, just like a basic guy who ended up being a huge reporter. I also felt that it was very important for him to be sprinkled amongst people like you know in america totally laura i have to share with you i mean we thank you very much for joining mary and me to share your travel story today on our personal connection uh what you did certainly is again a very different way to heal and to do something through that grieving process but our best to you to your daughters and also to now the memory of your husband thank you yeah laura thanks for sharing your story thank you All right, there goes Laura. Yeah, so if you'd like the full account of Laura's amazing journey, you can find the book, The Pink Steering Wheel Chronicles, A Love Story on Amazon or at your local bookseller. And it's just such a moving story, but I would also say it's a very funny story. She really incorporates humor. Well, you can hear that in her voice right now. Yeah. All right, folks, listen, we appreciate you being here with us today. A reminder that you can please connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. You can do it all at RM World Travel. You can also link over from our website at rmworldtravel.com. We're going to take a quick break for a few commercial messages from our sponsors, but we hope you'll stay right where you are as Mary and I return in mere moments. To join Robert, Mary, and Rudy, call 800-387-8025 or follow us on Facebook and Twitter at RM World Travel. We're coming right back. We've all tried a lot of pillows over the years at home, in hotels, on planes, while staying with family, friends, or wherever. If you're looking for an innovative pillow, MyPillow is it. You can adjust MyPillow's patented fill to your individual needs to help you get to sleep faster and stay there longer. MyPillows are made in the USA. They're backed with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. And you can even wash them and dry them. Right now, if you buy one MyPillow, you'll get a second for free. Just go to MyPillow.com and use promo code RM. Or you can always visit rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. No matter what you do in the bathroom to get ready, Dollar Shave Club slash RM has everything you need to look, feel, and smell your best. They have amazing shower stuff, hair styling products, toothbrushes, and of course, razors and shave supplies. And right now, you can get any one of their starter sets for just $5. After your starter set, products ship at regular price. And be sure to check out their new video, too. Now, to take advantage of this offer, go to dollarshaveclub.com slash RM. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash RM, or visit rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. To connect with the program, call 800-387-8025 or visit the show online at rmworldtravel.com. Thank you. 
Welcome back to your RM World Travel Connection. Welcome back to the New York area, everyone. It's your travel duo, Robert and Mary, back with you now for segment three this hour. And real quick, a brief word about LifeLock that now includes Norton Security. Well, it's happened again, everyone. If you booked flights with British Airways between August 21st and September 5th for flights anytime in the future, over 380,000 people had their credit card info and confidential information stolen. And this is on top of the few million consumers who bought sportswear from retailer Adidas on their website back in June and July who also had their data exposed. You know, in today's digital world, it takes just one weak link for criminals to get in. That's why LifeLock uses proprietary technology to help protect against identity theft, while Norton Security protects your devices in ways you can't easily see or fix on your own. And if there ever is a problem, they're going to work to fix it. Join now and for the first year, get an additional 10% off the low starting price of just $7.99 a month. Plus, you'll get a $25 Amazon gift card. Go to LifeLock.com, use promo code RM, you'll get that 10% savings, or find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. As students have returned to schools around the country and are settling in, Robert and I are finishing up college tours with our younger son who will be applying this fall. And colleges these days are really touting their opportunities around the world for study abroad programs. But if you or someone you know is looking for a global travel experience in college of a different sort, you'll want to hear what our next guest has to say. Ben Nelson is the CEO and founder of Minerva College, a college alternative that involves traveling around the world. But here's the catch. There's no campus. Welcome to our show, Ben. Nice to connect with you today. Pleasure to be here. So I'm going to start right off, you know, and I want you to briefly share with everyone how you came up with the idea of founding a college that includes global travel, which we love, in up to seven cities over four years with, as Mary just said, no single campus. Clearly, Ben, a semester abroad isn't enough in your opinion, right? No, I don't think so at all. So the idea really came to me when I was in college. I spent a summer working in Singapore between my junior and senior year. And I learned more in that three-month period than I did in the previous three years of an Ivy League university. I realized that actually seeing the way the world works is really important to help somebody grow. Ben, share with us what the seven cities are, and I assume these are virtual classes? Yeah, so Minerva is a, is a residential program. All the students are in residence. They spend their first year in San Francisco, and then for the next three years, they live in Seoul, Hyderabad, in India, Berlin, Buenos Aires, London, and Taipei before coming back to San Francisco to graduate. And the classes are small seminars. 100% of our classes have fewer than 20 students, but they're all done via live video because our professors are the best teaching professors from all over the world. And so we're not constrained by the physical presence of the professors given that our students travel. Right. I love this model, Ben. Um, it's such a nice alternative, especially to those of us who are currently looking at universities around the U.S. <laughs> with price points as high as $70,000 a year. Um, I'd love to know how you compare roughly in price. Yeah, so Minerva is only $30,000 a year. And to put that in perspective, half of that cost is the cost of being alive. It's room and board, right. uh, which uh, I would love to be able to, to have a lower cost, but uh, I haven't really figured that out. But the point is, because you don't have to pay for the campus and the football fields and the labs and the buildings and all of the excess stuff, and instead you actually get to live in seven of the world's greatest cities with all of the amenities that a campus has and then some, you wind up being able to pay a lot, lot less, despite the fact that you have a much more personalized education. 
I think you're onto something here. <laughs> yeah, clearly. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to lead right into that. You know, so clearly, as Mary just said, you know, you felt that there was a need for what you're offering. So I want to know what is it about the intensive global experience that you believe will set students apart coming out of Minerva uh, in the future? Well, it's a combination of what they learn and where they apply it. So Minerva not only changed the concept of where university is, also what we teach. We actually teach students systematic thinking in different ways. And the way to actually be able to learn in deep ways, the ways that you can apply into new contexts, is to live in those contexts. And so what the students learn in the classroom, they can apply in the real world, and they can see how assumptions that they think make sense in San Francisco don't apply in Seoul, or what they learn works in Hyderabad doesn't work in Berlin. And that is really what the future needs. It needs people who can not only understand various cultures, but understand how well, their frameworks of thinking change. Right, and you're giving them that global perspective. Yeah, I mean, obviously, sure. we all send our kids off to school to get that education and to get that certification that they're, quote-unquote, ready for the real world. Uh, you obviously are doing both. You're giving them the real world while also giving them an education. Exactly. So of all the cities that you hear right now, is there one that people say, well, I really loved that city. That surprised me so much. I would never expected what I encountered there. Well, almost certainly that would be Hyderabad, yeah. uh, which is a city that a lot of people don't know about, but is one of the most amazing cities in India. It's the southernmost city in India that had Muslim rule for a long time. So you have a strong Hindu population. So you have art and culture. It's a startup hub. It's the second most important startup hub in India. And the ability to live in a difficult environment, not just in the glitz and glamour right. of right. Berlin and London and San Francisco and Seoul, but to, to actually see a very different perspective is enormously enriching and also has amazing food. Well, Ben, this is a very yeah. interesting conversation. Thanks for sharing what you're doing in the world of travel with us. We appreciate your time today. Happy travels, okay? Thanks so much. Thanks, Ben. All right, interesting way for an education, Mary. $30,000, 600 students, see the world, like it. Uh, folks, if you want more information, minerva.kgi.edu, minerva.kgi.edu. We're going to pause right now for some sponsor messages as Rudy is going to rejoin the show from Minnesota next. RM World Travel returns in three minutes. To join Robert, Mary, and Rudy, call 800-387-8025 or follow us on Facebook and Twitter at RM World Travel. We're coming right back. Simply Safe is home or small business security that finally gets it right. They started 10 years ago with a mission to fix the industry. They cut out contracts, middlemen, and pushy sales guys. They made their system easy to set up with no hard wiring or tools. And you get professionally monitored 24-7 protection for just $15 a month. Simply Safe protects more than 2 million people. So visit simplysafe.com slash travel today to order your system with a 60-day risk-free trial. Simplysafe.com slash travel or visit armworldtravel.com under sponsors. Do you know the majority of bottled waters contain additives, minerals, and other solvents? Some even contain traces of arsenic. Well, Le Bleu Premium Ultra Water is actually just water. 11% hydrogen and 89% oxygen and nothing else. In fact, it's the only water that meets the definition of water. And Le Bleu's distillation and oxygenation process, it kills and removes all viruses and bacteria. Drink Le Bleu and you'll know it's the best of the best because it's the perfect liquid for your body. Find it at top grocers nationwide at lebleu.com or rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Sam presents a bedtime story. A lot of people ask me, Hey Einstein, how do you get all those ideas? My formula is simple. Get a good night's sleep. 
Because sleep equals dreams, and dreams are where the magic happens. With Unisom Sleep Tabs, you get to your dreams faster because you'll fall asleep 33% faster. So good night, sleep tight, and keep your dreams alive with Unisom. Versus placebo in a clinical study. Use as directed. Save more with Liberty Mutual Insurance. Hey, Todd, Liberty Mutual just saved me $782. $782. Liberty did what? Yeah, it's a lot of money. Maybe I should switch to Liberty Mutual. Visit us online to... Hey, stop echoing. Sorry. Visit us online to get a quote and you could save $782. Liberty Mutual Insurance. Based on a recent countrywide new customer survey, coverage is underwritten by Liberty Mutual Insurance Company, equal housing insurer. We have a suggestion on how you can work smarter, not harder, this Labor Day. Enjoy a slow smoked meal with a master-built smoker. Whether you want the ease of electric, the traditional charcoal, or propane, you'll find that just-right smoker for your backyard cookout. Cooking with a master-built smoker is easier and less hands-on than grilling, giving you more time to spend with your family and friends. Master-built smokers are available at Home Depot, Lowe's, Sam's Club, Academy, Bass Pro, and Cabela's. You can also visit masterbuilt.com or find a link at armworldtravel.com under sponsors. Has your mechanic ever found something wrong with your car and surprise you're hit with a huge repair bill? If you're not covered by the manufacturer's warranty, you could pay thousands to fix it. We recommend extended vehicle protection from CarShield. CarShield provides free 24-7 roadside assistance and a free rental car while yours is being fixed by your favorite mechanic or dealer. Get covered by CarShield. Call 800-CAR-6100 and mention code RM or visit carshield.com and use code RM to save 10%. A deductible may apply or you may visit rmworldtravel.com and look for a link under sponsors. To participate in the program, call anytime, 800-387-8025, or log on to rmworldtravel.com. Once again, this is your RM World Travel Connection. Welcome back. This segment of the show is sponsored by Casper.com. If you're seeking a great night's sleep, we encourage you to pick up a Casper mattress. Once you try Casper, you're simply going to love it, period. And switching is really a no-brainer, as it's a high-quality mattress at an affordable price. And the technology that Casper incorporates will ensure you'll sleep coolly and comfortably every night, thanks to their unique combination of foams that provide the right pressure relief and alignment. And here's something we also really like. Casper ships right to your door for free in a small, how do they do that size box? They even pick it up. And if you don't love it, they'll refund you everything with no questions asked. From its engineering to its packaging to letting you try it for 100 nights for free, well, money back guaranteed if you don't like it, it's no wonder Casper has over 35,000 five-star reviews on all their products across Casper.com, Google, and Amazon. Sleeping on a mattress is the best way to try it, so put a Casper to the test in your own home for 100 nights risk-free. Just go to Casper.com. Be sure to use our special promo link of RM3, and you'll save $50. RM3. There's also a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Well, in 1224, way back then, Genghis Khan created a 1,000-kilometer horse messenger system to link his far-ranging empire through the Mongolian steppe. It was a dangerous route, and every August now, riders from countries participate in an annual Gobi Desert Cup that takes six days for them to ride on Arabian horses. It's an endurance race that's, well, about 300 miles long. And Heather Wallace, my next guest, wrote a book and manages a blog called The Timid Rider. But she's not too timid, because this year she did an abbreviated ride in a competition with fellow race officials. Welcome to the show. Nice to have you here, Heather. Thank you, Rudy. It's nice to be here. Let's back up. So, so 
so this long 1,000 kilometer ride, is it all through Mongolia or does it cross borders? Well, actually, the Gobi Desert Cup is a 300-mile ride, and it's not using the postal system. It's actually uh, going south towards China, but it's all in Mongolia. And is it, are we talking, give me, give me the topography. Are we talking mountains? We start with the mountains, and then as you head south, you find um, some rocky terrain, and then it goes all the way to sand dunes. So it's three different terrains over the course of the trek. And each rider, I presume, rides the same, attempt, attempts to ride the same horse the entire 1,000 kilometers. Actually, no. Um, for the 480 kilometers, it is one horse every day for six days. So it's six different horses for each rider. I see. So they have a definite stopping point. And, and is there a certain amount of time they're allowed to rest? Yes, there's, uh, there's different checkpoints throughout the day, including a mandatory one-hour hold with vet track halfway through at the 40-kilometer mark, and then as well at the end of the day. Uh, each rider and has 12 hours to complete the course. Where do, they, do any of these riders come from the United States, or are, are they all in the Mongolian region? They're from, from all over the world. We had seven countries, and this year we had five Americans, including world champion Christoph Shork. Who won this year? Actually, Christoph Shork did. Uh, his really? history and endurance racing really brought him through. Absolutely. And is is this all for adventure, or is there a, uh, you know, as they say in television, a cash prize at the end of it? Well, they get to win the Gobi Desert Cup and bragging rights. Um, the lifetime miles towards their endurance uh, is is given, but it's mostly for adventure and for learning and immersing in the Mongolian culture. And I don't know how we measure how difficult it is, but how difficult is it? Um, I think it's difficult for each rider in a different way. Some have more physical uh, problems, while the others are a little bit more mental. Uh, it's hard to ride 80 kilometers on a horse you don't know and uh, be able to keep up with people of all different equestrian disciplines. And I'm presuming heat is a factor? It is a factor. The temperature can range from negative 40 degrees Celsius to uh, plus 40 degrees Celsius uh, throughout that region. So, But we lucked out and had some amazing weather. Uh, it was about 80 degrees during the day and about 60 degrees at night. But it can go very, it can get very cold, though. Is that because you're going over mountains? It can be very cold, especially in the northern reaches. Um, it is close to Siberia where we start. And so, but as you head further south, it does get warmer. Incredible. And you are involved, uh, as uh, we only have about 30 seconds left, but you're an official of this race. And then you actually tried your hand at it in a little race with, I don't know if it's little, you tell me, uh, against other officials. How did that feel? Um, I was panicked, but I did it. And I, all the riders were cheering me on. And I galloped across the Gobi Desert, even just one kilometer. And I felt great about it. My goodness. How did you get, uh, can you tell me in 20 seconds how you got involved in this? Um, actually, I was really lucky. Uh, I, I found out about it through social media, and I applied. And because of my portfolio and resume, uh, they interviewed me and accepted me for the position. And now I cannot wait to go back next year. I'm in love. And Heather Wallace is an official involved with this very unusual race in the Gobi Desert. And uh, she was a small-time participant as well. Thanks for stopping by, Heather. Thank you, Rudy, so much. We'll be right back. Join the Travel Trio by calling 800-387-8025. Access the show anytime at rmworldtravel.com. We'll be right back.
To join Rudy, Robert, and Mary, call anytime, 800-387-8025. Or connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at RM World Travel. Now, back to America's number one travel radio show. Welcome back to the show. In 1931, Henry Ford's son named Edsel opened a hotel on the Dearborn, Michigan Airport. It was one of the country's first airport hotels, and it's still open today as a Marriott. You can still get a room on Pilot's Row, or one of the five rooms that are decorated in colonial style in honor of Walt Whitman, Edgar Allan Poe, and other famous Americans who Henry Ford admired. A brief history of the airport hotel coming up. But first, let me tell you that this portion of the program is sponsored by MightyMuscadine.com. With school now back in session, one of the things to send your kids off with for their lunch or snack each day is a delicious bottle of the award-winning, all-natural, 100% muscadine grape juice. That's the best-tasting grape juice you've ever had. It comes in convenient 10-ounce bottles that fit easily into any lunchbox or backpack. We love knowing that so many of you in our audience are now enjoying the great products from MuddyMuscadine.com, and now your kids can too each day. The muscadine grape is the king of the superfruits, and it delivers more than 100 antioxidants in addition to their 10-ounce bottles. They also offer a full line of clinically tested products, including a daily supplement to support heart health and reduce inflammation, healthy energy shots with extracts from the muscadine grape that are infused with green coffee, another great item if your child plays an after-school sport and needs a little pick-me-up. They even offer a dip called the Ryan Express that's safe to use as all it contains are crushed muscadine seeds and honey. Whatever products you choose as a member of our audience, you get free shipping direct to your door when you order at MightyMuscadine.com. There's also a link at rmworldtravel.com. Harriet Baskus is a friend of the show. She's a freelance writer, very, very uh, productive, and she recently wrote a piece about the history of airport hotels and where they started. Harriet, welcome to the show. Nice to have you here. Nice to be here. Harriet, you know, I think airport hotels generally, at least until recently, had a very bad reputation. You know, they were just people who only stayed one night. Service didn't matter a lot. People stayed there because they had to stay there. Is that a fair analysis of, of at least until recently in some airports, what an airport hotel was? Yeah, it used to be the last place you wanted to stay at, your last choice. But in, I'd say, the last 10 years or 15 even, airport hotels have gotten makeovers and new hotels have opened, and some of them are really lovely places to stay. Well, tell us a little about the first airport hotel, which I gather Dearborn, Michigan says it was, but maybe there's a competitor. Yes. In fact, when I started researching this, I found three hotels that claim to be the first airport hotel. The first that I found, the easiest to find, was the San Francisco Airport Hilton, which opened in 1959, and they claim on their website to be that they started the first uh, airport hotel, and business travelers were overjoyed, and it changed travel forever. But they were totally (laughs) wrong, because the first airport hotel really opened in 1929 at the Oakland Airport, of all places. San Francisco Airport's competitor. And what were these really basic bare room with a bulb, light bulb kind of hotels? It sounds like they were pretty basic um, because the, you know, at that point there weren't a lot of people traveling um, very, very far. But if you did have, if you did take a plane, it was a it was a good chance that you weren't going to get to where you needed to go right away. But the Oakland Airport Inn was actually a place where a lot of the early aviators stayed at, where the early the pilots were the were the 
people who stayed there often. And they've got, they know that Amelia Earhart stayed there several times. And tell me about the, the progression of airport hotels, how they swept the country, when they did. Um, what's the sort of genealogy of it? Okay. Well, the Oakland Airport Inn, when it opened, it had 37 rooms. There was a restaurant. There was a barber shop. There was a ticket office where uh, you could buy uh, airplane tickets to go other places. Um, but even though Amelia Earhart stayed there and other and other people, it it pretty much turned into a dorm for a Boeing school, a Boeing School of Engineers. And then Henry Ford opened a hotel at the Deer, at the Ford Airport, and there was airplanes that came there all the time, and you could stay there. And that was a lovely hotel because Ethel Ford had been traveling through the through the Northeast and New England and staying at those colonial inns. And he mm-hmm. asked a very famous architect, Alfred, Al, excuse me, Albert Kahn, to design the Dearborn Inn. And so that was a very lovely place to stay. And it's still open. It's now a Marriott. Um, so from then, I, find, I think it's amazing that that hotel is still still operating. Yes, over the years, that hotel has been a, attached basically to the Henry Ford Museum and the Henry Ford Village, and so people have been going there all these years, and they've very much kept that hotel up. It's had different managers. It still has some of the original furniture, but it's gotten updates over the years. I gather that. Uh, keying on what you said and what I agreed on, that airport hotels are getting better, that the next big one we're going to look for is the opening of the TWA terminal at JFK, the former TWA terminal at JFK as a hotel. Right. And so people are really looking forward to that. People are trained because they've seen some other nice airport hotels, but this one is going to have some very retro modern amenities, and, and there's no other hotel at that airport that people want to stay at, so it's going to be very popular. Harriet Baskus has written a piece called A Short History of the First Hotel Airport Hotels for USA Today. Harriet, thanks for stopping by. My pleasure. That about wraps up this weekend's show. We hope you'll join us again next weekend, same time, same station. And meanwhile, have a lovely week. We'll see you next week. You've been listening to your RM World Travel Connection, America's number one travel radio show on the SSI Radio Network.